It is October. I can't believe we're here already. Welcome, everybody, to Matter of Facts. I'm here with Alec Cranston on the only podcast we ever want you to listen to. Isn't that right, Alec? Oh, absolutely. This should be your number one podcast every day you wake up and you re-listen to the ones you've already listened to. Apparently, we've said it before. This is the number one podcast in Halifax being recorded right now in this studio. Did you know that? Yeah, we got that stat. Stat Canada, they gave us that uh, information. It's it's accurate and very true. It is true. Dylan, can you confirm? Yep, that's good. To Dylan Curry, the god of marketing who joins us this month. He normally sits in the corner in the <laughs> naughty stool, but we've given him a seat at the cool kids table this corner. month. Say hello, Dylan. Hi, everyone. It's uh, good to see you all. Thanks, Dad. You can't Thanks, see, Mom. just to be clear, this is a podcast. You can't see them. I feel like this feels like when you, when you, if like producer Tim, for those who know TSM, producer Tim behind the scenes, that's what it feels like hearing Dylan's voice come on now. That's my grandpapa. Oh, G-papa. G-papa. Yeah. We haven't even got a pay to listen to that voice. Welcome, everyone. Mm. Welcome, Dylan. Um, it, it's a different feel today. We've got a bit of a hurricane theme going on. Hurricane. Um, and summer <laughs> summer is over. <laughs> a lot has changed. We, we have a king. We don't have a queen anymore. No, I'm sorry for your loss. Yes, that was, um, that's, you know, as a Brit, I had a lot of people talking about that and I made my views known on LinkedIn. It was, it was very sad. Um, but to get going on a positive note, Alex said, when you've done your intro, James, you need to throw to me because I have got something for you. So yes, I do. You go. I do. So, um, Mr. Collins, my esteemed co-host has a birthday coming up. October 6th? Yes. 6th, 6th. You told me 8th, Dylan, but it is the 6th, October 6th. So uh, Dylan works in marketing, so he doesn't have to tell the truth. That's very true. Yeah, great curb appeal, Dylan. Actually, uh, says, says the two guys who work in real estate. <laughs> yeah, I, I we bullshit quite a bit. Anyways, you Ample can Ample on-site parking. Ample. Three parking spots. It's actually paid. You have to pay for it by the hour, but it's ample. It's there. Um, anyways, James did get me a gift on my birthday. It was a nice gift. A lot of different things into it. Um, I got a few things here. Okay, here's your gift. I know we don't have a video, but uh, here's your uh, gift basket. Okay. Gift you basket. have to describe it. Okay, the okay. gift basket is, it's got a beautiful pig, the, the head of the pig on the one side, uh, and, the, and the butt of the pig on the other. Yeah. You want me to just dive in? Well, no. For- hang on, let me clear. Not to the pig's butt, into the bag. Mm, well, we'll do that one after, but I want you to decide, first of all, I got three tall boys here. Beer. Alcohol. Pick one. One's for Dylan, one's for me. We're going to have a beer on the podcast. Oh, I will do this with you, and I will take the uh, supporter there. Thank ah, you very much. very good. Oh, Dylan, I will you. let you choose next between the two. I know you're a big Stella guy, so you can give me the nine marks. Okay. Do you know what we call Stella in the UK? Fight juice. Fight juice? Let's do three, two, one. Oh. Cheers, everyone. Dang. There we go. Cheers. Nice. We just cheers. There's no video, but we just cheers. No. Mm-hmm. Let's take a sip of this, and then we'll report back. Mm. Oh. That's a taste of ten o'clock every morning, That's a right good. <laughs> <laughs> You want me to go into this? Yes, gift just bag? dive okay. right in. All right. We, before we get onto the depressing hurricane stuff, uh, yeah, yeah. we got some lovely orange paper. That's, yeah, that's so I come put too handy. much paper in. I think, but be careful. Some of the, one thing I put together there. So don't be. Oh, silly. we've okay. We got you're a card. Your little yeah, there's a card. Join a Jimbo. Yeah, Jimbo. Open it up. Uh, anything could jump out of this. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is a funny card. There's some some lovely hunky men on the front of this one. How did you get nine so photographs of me? You can like? choose to read the inside on, on, you know, on the recording if you'd like, or you can read it in your head, or you can read it out loud just to be funny and we can cut it out. We'll, we'll probably, read, I'll read it real time. We're and probably then going to cut it out, but you can read it anyway. We'll see what, what the editorial standards are. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple other items in there. I, I, maybe just a couple things. Um, oh, okay. Open the small, open the other one. Wait, I open that one first. This I know one you, first? I've heard you had some car troubles recently. I have had a lot of car troubles. Yeah, so I do feel bad about that. My so car is junk. I oh, wanted to get you a new car. Thank you. It's a Batmobile. A little Batmobile Hot Wheels for I you. I like it. No, I think it would work well on your desk and uh, fill the void. Fill the void. Fill the void. Yeah, well, that's very kind. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I, can't, I can't wait to tear around Halifax. Oh, you can't tear around Halifax with traffic as it is today, but, oh. you know, crawl around Halifax in that. Yes, yes. And go for this one now. Yeah, that, that one, I, I worked careful with that one because I, I made it. Oh, wow. <laughs> so. Oh, uh, th- th- this is, this is, is pretty the, cool. Yeah. Explain what you've given me. So I'll explain it. So back when James gave me my gift, he gave me a pack of COVID tests. Uh, funny, funny, funny. Ha, ha, ha. Anyways, I soon after went down south with, with my girlfriend, Jenna. And when I came back, uh, the night I came back, I did a COVID test because I was feeling a little sniffly. And lo and behold, 
it was COVID positive. It was the fastest I've ever seen online show up in one of those things. Anyways, it was one of James's tests, so I have since framed that COVID test. You're the man, little Not fist bad, bump eh? there. So I this have, is the actual test. That's the actual test I took from your thing when I got back from Dominican. That is the legitimate COVID positive test. So he's put in a black frame. Thanks, James. May 1st, 2022. And he has mounted the COVID positive COVID test yep, to it. It is super glued on. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Well, I will treasure that. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yes, yes. Good traditions. Well, we'll enjoy our beer here as we move into our first segment. What's it called? Insane as the Crane. Insane as the Crane. Insane as the Crane. Insane as the Crane. Insane like the Crane. Insane as the Crane. What are we talking about this month, Alec? Well... Unfortunately, it, there was only one topic to really bring up, and that was Hurricane Fiona. That is our insane as the crane uh, topic this month. The irony is, insane as the crane, the, the namesake stemmed from a hurricane. Hurricane Dorian, when that came, knocked the crane over on what is now known as the crane building. That's how we got the name. Anyways, full circle, we're back. Hurricane Fiona, insane as the crane. I think it was... Did they say it was the largest storm to ever hit Atlantic Canada? The lowest pressure lowest of any pressure. storm ever recorded on Atlantic, sorry, on Canadian soil. On Canadian soil. soil. Wow. Which, which, you know, does not determine the power of the storm, but is definitely yep. a, a game changer for us. And, you know, there's many things we can discuss about this. First of all, we hope everybody is fine. Um, as you know, this podcast is recorded normally about 10 days before it's published. So we are hoping all the power's back on. As of now, uh, we're in the last day of September. It's uh, 70,955 people without power, according to the right now, the like average currently. map. And I think we need to start with a big kudos to the uh, the Nova Scotia Power Lines yep. people. 1,400 people trying to get uh, the power back on, including 16 crews that came up from central main power in the U.S. So I think big yeah, round of applause. Absolutely. Come on, Dylan. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Before we take a bit of a turn and, and talk about Nova Scotia Power, and I think the main debate Alec and I were going to kick off here is really questions around why so many... You can hear drinking that beer there. I'll take a sip of mine in a second. Why so many cables in Nova Scotia are still under... Sorry, are still overground. Mm-hmm. We haven't buried them. Now, lots of new commercial areas are getting their, uh, their power lines buried, but it comes at a time that Nova Scotia Power has applied um, to the Utility Review Board for a rate hike of 14% over the next two years. And, of course, they will continue to increase profits, which they've committed to do. They will continue to bank and pocket the profits while passing the losses along to the bill payers. So the argument floating around, which I agree with, and and Alec, you can give me your take in a second, surely Nova Scotia Power can absorb the cost of the storm and make strategic investments in stormproofing the infrastructure. Climate change really is only going to make hurricanes worse, um, more frequent and Mm -hmm. and more powerful. But there's there's 32,000 kilometers of power lines crisscrossing the province. So it's a big job. What do you think? Yeah, it's I, I did a little bit of reading today before coming. And, you know, the main issue that came up was, you know, a lot of people do want this to happen and put the wires underground. But it, it's it's more expensive, which and I agree with you. Do they have the, you know, the capital to do it? Yes, I think they do. Um, would that would they use what they currently have to do it? I don't think so. I think we'd see a little bit of an increase on the old tax bill. But, um, you know, it is more expensive to put it underground, and while it does make it so that the, they're less susceptible to the storm and obviously trees and um, different external factors that could knock the power out, it's a bit more resistant. If it does get damaged and does knock the power out, it becomes more difficult to locate, and like to locate where it went wrong, where it was damaged underground, than if it was above ground, easy to find, easy to see with the naked eye. Um, so that was one, one thing I noticed. I looked on, I looked on Reddit looked on some news articles and I even looked on Nova Scotia Power's website. Now I know hearing it from them is, you know, a bit biased or whatever, but that was the, that was kind of their main point was that um, looking on NS Power's website, that was kind of like kind of like their main thing was that we wouldn't it would be difficult to locate it right away and it would take us longer to to um, to bring it back on and you know, it might be inconvenient because it might be near traffic, near a road, near a main throwaway which could cause a whole other slew of, slew of problems. So it's almost like it would be beneficial for, uh, how do I say it, weaker storms maybe than what we had just seen. Um, but for something like Fiona that would damage it anyway, 
um, you know, they're trying to see what, what, what truly is the cost benefit to doing it. Well, there's other problems. You're 100% right. There's other problems as well. And, and I took a look at uh, Sweden, which after some pretty major storms in 2004 and 2007 began to bury its low voltage lines. The country's regulator actually forced electrical utilities in the country to find a way to reduce the outages from storms. And they started burying the lines. But of course, stormproofing brought naturally huge benefits in terms of a lack of power outages but it, it brought new problems that they didn't expect obviously mm. the the expense it's three to five times apparently more expensive to bury power lines underground than carry them um, overground via poles and while they saw a huge decrease in power outages where i grew up all of our power lines were underground and we suffered from the same problem when we lost power which was pretty infrequent it was typically a construction crew that were cutting through the lines so i think to me though the benefit i think is is worth it yeah outweighs the negatives yeah i, I you know what if, if i had a vote i think i would i would take that route i i prefer it i definitely wish we had that i was going to ask you what was your we live in two different parts you live out in bedford I live right downtown Halifax. What was kind of your experience with the power? When did you lose power? When did you get it back? We were good this time. We've had extended outages before, in our, not not in Bedford, in other parts of HRM. But um, we lost power, at, I can tell you, when 3 o'clock in the morning because I woke up at 2 o'clock and I checked my phone and I was on the Wi-Fi and I woke up at 3 something, it was off. So it was around mm. there. And then we got it back at uh, about 4 o'clock the next afternoon. So like 13 oh. hours. And it was awful. Wow, what the heck did we do? We like, <laughs> millennials, <laughs> no, no power. We had ours, we lost ours Friday night at around 10.30. Didn't get it back until around 11 on Sunday. So we were almost 48 hours without power. Wow. If, and when it came back on Sunday night, it flickered on and off, flickered on and off, uh, which is just, it's annoying. But, you know, they were working hard. You know, Jen and I went out and got some snacks. And, uh, you know, it's it's tough. Like, when we look at it, we're, we're right downtown. We're right next to the police station for context. And we were kind of like, well, why, you know, why can't, you know, they must have a generator is my, my guess. But, you know, we figured that that grid line at least should be, Maybe yep, under, underground in that area. You know what I mean? Just with having the police station, you're not too far from the hospital where we are either. I don't know, just different large scale. And the Scotiabank Center is right next door. Not that any events would be going on, but it is a large facility. I don't know. Just I think I would prefer to have the lines underground if it were me, and especially me in my area. But. And I mean, there, there have been there have been attempts to do this. Um, Claudia Chenda, MLA for Dartmouth South, and the Nova Scotia NDP leader weighed in on a really interesting article last week um, about the fact that Nova Scotia Power has requested a new storm levy to gather up to two percent more from ratepayers each year to cover company expenses for extreme weather, such as you know um, tropical storms. Mm. Um, the issue they have is if this money isn't spent, it's going to be put back into the pockets of Nova Scotia Power, not re- not returned to bill payers and. Um, Claudia said, uh, if that fee was not spent in the course of storm work, they would keep it, which is absurd. We have a very unreliable utility. The notion that we have to pay more for them to do their very basic service is a bit of a bitter pill to swallow. But we acknowledge that climate change is changing the game in terms of extreme weather. Even if we accept that there's an additional charge that might have to come into play for massive weather events, I cannot think of an argument why the money should not be returned to Nova Scotians as it is now. If those come to pass. So um, I completely agree. And I think it raises larger questions about a privatized monopoly that the utility is. I know I talk about the UK a lot, but it's where I grew up. And there, the uh, there's multiple competitors on the power front. You don't like someone, you switch. You lower the rate, you get better yeah. customer service. They are forced to compete. It's, it's a discussion for another topic. And yeah. I think we've said we're going to try to bring maybe Nova Scotia Power yeah. on one, one month. Yeah. No, I agree with that. That'll be... Make it interesting to hear from them, you know. I agree. You want to talk about some good hurricane stuff? Some good hurricane. Good hurricane. What does somebody do to have an interesting attempt at cooking dinner? Oh, I saw this. Okay, so this happened right around me on Brunswick Street. Um, Someone had a charcoal barbecue active in the hallway (laughs) of a high-rise building. A charcoal barbecue. HRM Fire News says, you can't do that. I agree. You can't do that. A charcoal barbecue. I mean, so Jenna and I were going to try and we try to hook our Keurig up and then our air fryer in the hallway. That's a bit different. Oh, the generator, of course, has the hallway remain active during a power outage. Yeah, yeah, for my building at least. And so we tried to hook up the Keurig and the the charcoal barbecue. That wasn't us. Uh, And the um, air fryer, it didn't work though. They didn't have the breaker switched on for it and they weren't going to do it. But this is nuts. Like, (laughs) a charcoal barbecue. Most apartments don't even allow charcoal barbecues anyway. Like when we were... 
when we were on our apartment hunt, you know, we you know, on our first spot two years ago, that was like a main thing that guys, like the superintendents and the landlords were like, absolutely no charcoal barbecues. We were actually touring a unit one day and someone had a charcoal barbecue and he was so mad. They weren't at home while we were, but we were touring. He just took it. He just took the charcoal barbecue. He threw them on the grill. On the grill, literally. And so I guess they moved here on Brunswick Street and <laughs> put the charcoal barbecue in the hallway. There, I, there's some things in life that maybe you might do that don't make much sense. They might seem a bit stupid, but you do them. And then there's outright absurdity to the point that any right-thinking member of society's brain that functions properly probably would know not to do this. Yeah. No, that that's pretty funny. Uh, I don't know how it turned out. I don't think anything really serious happened. It just was, I mean, obviously it smoked up and would have caused the alarm and the, the boys in red to fl- uh, fly down. But You know, the cruiser, the fire crews are busy enough. I could hear them in Bedford screaming in and out of the fire station all day. In and out. Um, let's chat about some other good hurricane stuff. I know Alec and I have a couple of shout outs to some really good things that happened. Flynn's on Hollis. They were offering free bread, milk and eggs and free delivery to seniors. Um, Mr. Smooth Food Truck, Highfield Park, was giving free burgers and fries. That was municipally contracted um, for people without power. Countless Reddit users offering hand transport food. We love Reddit, by the way. skills. Oh, yeah. you guys can't tell, we love Reddit. This was a good one. Uh, Museums of the the Atlantic and the Natural History Museum offered free entry for this week, the Hurricane Week, for all of those off school and off work without power and a chance to use the Wi-Fi. Like all good life locations, the gyms and HRM also allowed anybody in to use the Wi-Fi and the showers. So not, like, at, the same, not at the same time. No, hey, hey no. I, you know what? Let me just jump back very quick to the museum. I've been meaning to go to the museum for a long time now. I used to go there a lot as a kid, but having a hard time finding people that actually want to go to the museum. It's. I'll go to the museum with you. Would you go? You want to go? Next time the dinosaurs are here? Yeah, I actually went to the Next dinosaurs. Time in town. <laughs> I went to the dinosaurs when they were here the year I moved to Canada. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was good. Nice. Well, my shout out is um, not necessarily specific business, but for all the employees and especially the employees at, you know, Tim Hortons, uh, you know, McDonald's, Superstore, Sobeys, all those, you know, fast food, quick service uh, spots that stayed open. And were the, I remember it was, I saw a post, I woke up from the storm, whatever, woke up from the storm. Um, and oh, it was, was that? It, it was the Tim Hortons on Young Street was the only Tim Hortons with power. And the lineup was so long, they eventually had formed like a figure eight to have some sort of order to it. And then the Tim Hortons on Barrington opened. I went there and it's just, it's just crazy to think like you got to hand it to the workers who went into work. You could, they could have easily been like, ah, screw this. I'm not coming in. I'm calling in sick. They came in and they were making food and the order was right for a change, but like, which is surprising. But uh, I, I got to give a shout out to all the workers that showed up to work on the days when everybody else was shut down because of no power. And, you know, they get the call, they have power and they came in anyway. So kudos to them is my And my kudos message. to all the bosses. Uh, one I spoke to on Monday who said, I asked my staff to email me and tell me who didn't have power from their phones. And they didn't have to come into work. He said that I got everybody who said they wasn't available. And I jumped on the outage map, found out who actually didn't have power because I know where they all live. And I emailed them back and said, now's your one chance. And like six of the 20 that emailed me wrote back and said, actually, my power's just come back on. I'll be into work. Busted. Uh, Busted hard. But a big thanks to everyone who helped. What was that, Alec? Nothing. Oh. Continue. Okay, we will continue until the next one because I believe. Wow, where what? did that where did that container ship come from? This is one of the Whoa, beauties of that's Halifax. That's not a Theodore tugboat. It no, is that's the Bluenose. <laughs> that Paul is Chef not Silva. a little tug. James, um, I meant to ask you before we go away. I, I want to keep talking about the storm right quick. We're going to end this, but I want to hear what oh, you say. Oh, sure. Never mind. No, go no, for no, it. No, no, never mind. Ask me. I, I was going to say, what do you like? What do you find is the funniest, like, not misconception, but storm preparedness thing that everyone just automatically assumes or freaks out about that never ends up actually panning out. I got a couple, but like... I've got two. Okay. Number one is the fact power will be out for three months and you have to completely fill your house with crap yeah. to eat. The second one is the people who... And I, I, I was on Reddit and I was amazed at the number of people that go, I lost $500 of food in my fridge. I filled my fridge in case the power went out. Or I filled my fridge in case I had to uh, live off it for a prolonged period of time. You have to think that if you're going to have to live off your provisions for a prolonged period of time, it's because you don't have power. By virtue of that, you will lose everything in your fridge. So the key to hurricane preparedness is to stock up on food that you don't have to put in your fridge. So Mm. I had very little sympathy for the multiple people I read online who said, Mm. we filled our fridge in case the power went out and we've lost $500 of food. Dylan is looking like he doesn't agree with me. You can talk, Dylan. We're not going to bill you for it. No, I... 
I 100% agree with that. You're looking into my looks. I saw a beautiful little monarch butterfly out there. He knows his butterfly. I, I am dead serious. I, I was amazed. It's, it's cold. Go south, little butterfly. Okay, yeah. I think the recording of the Weirdos podcast, ah, the Weirdo Losers podcast, is at that's, five. That's on yeah, afterwards. But at least I know what the blue nose looked like. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so. I didn't. Even, I wasn't even the one chirping you there. It came after me. I'm yeah, but I gotta put it somewhere else because now I feel attacked. Yeah, yeah. Stick, right. stick it somewhere else. Um, that was uh, insane as a crane. Anything else to add there, Alex? Well, I was gonna say what my my weird things were. I think. Oh, are funny. sorry. We no, it's okay. It's okay. I was gonna say two th- <laughs> two things. One. Toilet paper. People stocking up on toilet paper. Because when I went to buy, we just needed some. When I went to buy some, it was a bunch missing. And people, I saw a girl at the Sobeys with like four stacks of like the 24 packs of toilet paper. And I'm like, like, that's a lot of shitting to do during a storm, right? It is. Well, you probably don't know this. Uh, Not a lot of people don't, but you know you hear like it's a uh, category three, category four, category five. People think it's to do with wind speed. It's not. It's it's to do with fluidity of the bowels. Yes, So uh, a category five storm, for example, is the average person spends five hours a day on the can. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's what the confusion is. And that's what happens, right? Is you end up eating like crap and you drink your face off. But uh, that leads me to the, my second one, which was uh, people filling up their bathtubs and, and sinks and stuff with, with water for the toilet. People, people. No, that makes sense. No, but my toilet was fine. My shower was fine. Every, I had water. I yeah, had running water. But like what if you're on a well? Yeah, but you okay, don't. But if you're, but, okay, I understand that. If you're on a well, yes. But people just generally think that, <laughs> people just generally <laughs> think that, all toilets just stop working when the when the storm hits. When really, no, you can shit your brains out if well, you want. You but go for you, it. Like I don't think that's one. Like the toilet paper one is fair. Thanks. You're you're right on that. I disagree. I, no, I think the other one's funny tub. for city people who just assume that. I knew people that did it. That's that's why I'm not going to call them out. You should call them out. I mean, oh, well, James made Do that, it right oh, now. Oh, Jenna bought a hot chicken before the storm. Remember your thing about the food in the fridge. Put it in the fridge. Jenna bought a hot chicken. Put don't in, do it. Yep, put it in the fridge. We didn't we didn't touch it. Anyways. Sorry, Jenna, she doesn't listen to the podcast anyway, so not too concerned. And equally, if anybody wants anyone to be disparaged, you can email us at, uh, what is it, HalifaxPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, I don't know, you, you run that account, you won't get yeah, me Yeah, we never get emails. I, I have them forward to my work email. We've had, literally, I kid you not, we've had one since we started, and it was from my brother. So, oh, yeah. Remember that? Okay, we'll move on. That was insane as a crane. Let's hope we don't have another hurricane for a while. Another Alec, crane. What, we don't have a guest this month. Tell me why that happened. It's all your fault. And tell me what we're doing instead. This is my fault. It's um, not. No. Anyways, we both, uh, you were away. Um, I was very busy. I had uh, hockey tryouts start up and couple that with work and just everything in general. We just didn't get around to really digging into a guest. And I kind of thought it was time that you and I just got on and just had a good time and had our own little fun and maybe just uh, we always prepare very well for this james has a has a novel over there of notes i don't always bring notes but we always are prepared one way or the other um but what we're gonna do is just kind of pull each other with some questions we brought and we haven't prepared the other for either of them so we don't know what the other person's gonna ask and the way i kind of think correct me if i'm wrong jimbo but um i'm gonna if i ask you a question you answer it then i'll i might give my own answer and vice versa like if you yeah, ask we'll me, do that yeah you ask me <laughs> yeah those beers are carbonated <laughs> you ask me a question and same thing right i'll answer it then i want to hear what your thing is so we're kind of getting two answers of every question right i think that's a good idea yes and and one one of the things that people um could we gloat for a second yes. we earn the right to gloat yes. when we get f- feedback on the podcast people say alec and i sound very natural we don't sound rehearsed and one of the keys to the podcast is Alec and I genuinely, we discuss the topics like we're talking about the hurricane. Uh, This is our Reddit topic. We, aside from guests, questions when we have a guest, we do not know genuinely until we come into the studio and we do it what the other is going to do or say. So that's one of the beauties of, we hope, sounding natural with some good synergies. That's how we do it. So Alec and I have no idea of the questions we have for each other. Yes, sir. Um, And yeah, who wants to go first? Can you you kick it off? I I I got a few, but I want you to kick it off. Um... Yeah. You go okay. These are all Halifax centric questions mm. and they're not like, when was the McDonald bridge built? They're questions for Alex. So, so question number one for you, if you could invent a new signature cocktail for Halifax, what would it be called and what would be in it? Oh yeah. Um, so I'm a big fan of the Moscow mule. I've been having a lot of those lately. I don't mean it like that. Having a lot of them lately, but I, I I'm a big fan of the Moscow mule. Um, however, my go-to is gin. Gin is my go-to liquor. Me too. Really? Oh, I'm happy to hear that. 
My go-to is gin. Dylan's shaking his Dylan head. Dylan is like, yeah, you lose Dylan, it. Dylan, uh, yeah. So gin is my go-to drink. Um, it's For me, it's got to be gin, maybe Tanqueray gin. Like a very good Brit. Yes. Some Tanqueray gin um, so on some ice, maybe with a little bit of Perrier. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to ruin the flavor of the gin. Uh, what would I name it? Ah, uh, the cranny cocktail. Cranny. Okay. People call me cranny. So the cranny cocktail or cranny's, uh, mm, I don't know. Cranny's, never mind. Oh, we look forward to it. <laughs> so <laughs> what about you? What about you? What would you, what would you? <sighs> so I actually have an answer written here, but you I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. It's such a damn good idea. So you really don't want to share it on the podcast. I do not want to share it on the podcast. Wow. And this is only a recent revelation. Um, wow. But all I will tell you is you will never forget it. I don't think so either. Anytime. I'll tell you off air what it is. Okay. I appreciate that. Um, and whenever you want to give me one too, I'm happy to receive. All right. Happy to receive. Well, all right. That was a great question. I'm going to pop one off here. Um, okay. So unfortunately we have uh, an increasingly homeless population in Halifax and panhandlers on Spring Garden Road, which we deal with every day. And uh, so my question to you, and we're not, we're not knocking it. It's always an interesting experience. So my question was, What's the most interesting, quotations, interesting interaction you've had with a homeless person in Halifax? The strangest interaction I ever had with a homeless person, it wasn't direct, but um, I was once walking past the library and I thought I saw what was a pile of um, things that could have been suspicious, like a bomb. So I actually called the police and said, I just walked past the library downtown and there's a stack of of black bin bags and suitcases pushed against the glass of the library. And I'm kind of concerned about them, equally because I walk across the street, and if that thing goes kaboom, I'm going kaboom with it. Kaboom. So the, car, the the dispatch person took my number. Got a phone call about 30 minutes later from a very, very uh, friendly police officer who said, yeah, no, that's okay. It's somebody who stores all of their belongings outside the library, and it's 100% legit. But you're a good Samaritan for doing that. So that's my experience. What about you? Uh, I'll, I'll just give one. Um, I was downtown, not downtown, on Spring Garden one night. I was at uh, the Oasis Pub on a Thursday night, which is ironically tonight's Thursday, and it's karaoke night at Oasis, so I don't know, maybe I'll go. But um, it was after a night there. It was a good night. We had a lot of fun, whatever, and it's the wings are good, the beer's good, and it's cheap. Anyways, I come up, and I this is when I lived on Spring Garden Road, so I lived across from the Bond Building and the Marianne, which is now being... In front of it, the mill's building being constructed, so it's a note you can't see it. But so I lived there, and I was so close to home. And this guy caught me, and he younger guy, right? And I'm like talking. He's like, he just started shooting the shit or whatever, and uh, he needs money for the homeless shelter and all that, right? I'm like, oh, okay, like I'm sorry to hear that, man. I was like, I don't know if I have any cash on me and whatever, and and uh, you know, he was like, oh, it's okay, man. It's just things have been tough. Things have been tough, like you know, I, I hurt I hurt my hand in a in a saw accident, like a like a in a wood shop. And I was like, oh, really, man? I'm like, yeah. I was like, yeah. So it's, it's prevented me from getting a job. I'm like, I'm, I was like, really? I'm like, okay. Let, what do you mean? What do you mean you hurt your hand? And he had gloves on. He goes, well, this. And he Glo- whips his glove he, guy? Not glove guy. I wish. He whips his glove off. And I kid you not, the man is missing two fingers. He was just just looking at me with three fingers, holding three fingers up. I was like, yee. Gave, wow. gave him $80 because I was <laughs> <laughs> regrets, right? I was. I had a lot, you know, I had a good night. Anyways, that was a strange reaction. Look at the cruise ship drifting out there. That was a strange reaction. And that was my probably my most interesting. And I just walked home and I was down $80, right? Minus the rest of the money I probably spent. Well, I'd rather the, be down $80 than two fingers, I tell you that. Well, I, mm, that's true. That's true. Well, I hope he had a good uh, good sleep that night. But anyways, yeah, that, okay. was, that was my weird interaction. So you got one for me now? Question number two for you, Alec, is what were you doing last time you got pulled over or spoken to by Halifax Regional Police? Well, believe it or not, James, I have actually never been pulled over. Knock on wood, I have never been pulled over in my life. Um, not to say I don't. I mean, I'm a, I'm a safe driver. I mean, we Bravo, all, Sierra. Yeah, thank you. Hey, and I, you know, I we all go over the speed limit sometimes, but I'm very I'm very smart with it, right, and in a good way. And I've never been pulled over. Bravo oh. Sierra was the phonetic alphabet for BS. That's not true. You have had an interaction with the police that you're probably too embarrassed to admit. No. Like, like, um, let me tell you one thing. Think. It's not as if this is a podcast or anything. No one else is listening. Yeah. This is private. You can tell us. I'm trying to think. Okay, well, besides being pulled over, 
my I'm trying to think of a police interaction I've had where we were actually suspected of something. Uh, and probably, uh, oh, well, we were in high school. I think it was in high school. We all, like, we were, like, um, we were at my buddy's for a party. Oh, this is, yeah, yeah, this is the one. This is the one. My buddy, my buddy, JL. We were at a post party with him. We were all there having a good time. And uh, we, uh, I, feel like, the drums. I feel like Billy Mack doing all the hand <laughs> gestures. Um, we were at his house party. We come down. And what are you pointing at? Butterfly. Oh <laughs> I'm looking at God. the map. <laughs> we, so anyway, so where he lives, where he lived at the time, there's a rubber ducky there, a big rubber ducky car wash. And the party got shut down. People called the cops. Anyway, so we all go down to the rubber ducky and uh, like GTA, Grand Theft Auto, it's a video game. I used to play, I used to yeah. play GTA when you weren't even born, Alec. Okay, okay. Easy, easy, easy. Yeah. Um, so I, it, on, I, the, on the PlayStation 1 or whatever it was. I love, I mean, I, I played GTA somewhat recently with a buddy of mine and Anyways, I won't even talk what we do on there because it doesn't even, it's not even, it's terrible. People would probably, I would probably get arrested, probably get a a, a cop interaction. Anyways, the cops all pulled up like it was GTA. And that's, that's the last police interaction. And that was the time they're checking the backpacks and all that crap. Anyways, it's not an interesting story, but that's my last police interaction. It's good when somebody asks you when your last police interaction was to not really have a recent story. Mm. I definitely don't. I definitely don't have a recent story. I I live next to a police station. I see them every day. My boys. Boys in Blue. The Boys in Blue. We thank the Boys in Blue for this service. Mine's really boring. I, I turned right. I was heading down towards um, Quimple Road. I was on, uh, going towards Quimple Road. Mm. I turned right by Citadel High School, forgetting it was one way. The only vehicle coming towards me was what? A police squad car. Of course. Flashed its lights, pulled me into the school parking lot. And I had Rude Cop, which very rarely happens. I find Halifax Regional Police typically very professional. Uh, This guy had a bit of a chip on his shoulder, and he asked me what I was doing. And I said, I just just turned down the the street the wrong way. And I said to him, he took my license and everything. I said, the funny thing is, I have been driving this way home every day for five years. And for some reason, I just got it wrong today. Mm-hmm. And his response was, yes, and you clearly cannot read road signs. Ooh. So a little frosty. And then he did that thing where you sit in, sit in the car for 20 minutes and make you crap yourself, mm-hmm. came out and said, have a good day, um, and then made a bit of a joke about, do you want me to show you how to go the right way out of the parking lot? Aww. But it was good. You, so you didn't get a ticket? I anything? did not get a ticket that time. And I, I am somebody who has a bit of a rocky relationship with speeding fines. Oof. Yeah. Gotta get, so. to, gotta get those the listing appointments quickly. Gotta beat the other guys there. Interesting. Right. Um, well, was that oh, your, that sorry, was your I, question? Well, sorry, yeah, sorry. Question order mixed up. No, it's all good. Here's my question. Um, what is your weird, and I guess it doesn't have to be in Halifax because it's, uh, it's everywhere. Your weird, uh, no, it has to be Halifax. That's the point of this conversation. Weirdest Uber experience. <laughs> <laughs> this guy once wanted me to try some gloves on. <laughs> hey, hey. Thanks for no, trying them on, by the way. I have not really used... <laughs> I have not used Uber that often in Halifax. So can I can I defect to another city? Yeah, yeah, sure. Toronto, Mont- wherever. Montreal, ironically. Montreal. I once arrived in Montreal with my wife on our way somewhere in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Pre-pandemic, when we... we just we're in the US so many months of the year and we were going back down and we had a long layover at Montreal, like five hours. We decided to go for breakfast. So we we put the address in, Uber driver shows up, drives us for what seems like forever to this little cafe that's apparently serves the best pancakes in Montreal. And we ended up at an apartment building. And we're like all right, buddy, like, this is not, we can't see anywhere here that looks like a cafe. And the guy was absolutely convinced that this is where it was. And then he proceeded to take us to a number of other locations that were not it. And we started feeling like this place existed in the third dimension and, and hmm. didn't wasn't really there. Um, turns out he took us there. I literally had the best pancakes of my life. But because it was Uber, we didn't get charged anymore for the additional distance. But it was the oddest experience because I'm used mm. to Uber being extremely efficient because of the way the map system works. But we literally were running around Montreal trying to find this place. That would um, be my oddest Uber experience. I don't really use cabs that often. Yeah. Do you, do you have any weird, Dylan, do you have Dylan, any weird any ones? In Halifax or Sackville or wherever, wherever you're from? Sackville doesn't have anything, man. No. You guys got nothing no, out there. They don't have anything. Right, any, no weird Uber experiences? No, I... No. 
You a casino I once taxi had guy? a cab driver try to sell me many hundreds of dollars of handbags in the US. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was incredibly uncomfortable. We were going to, I was a lot younger, we were going to a grocery store, and the entire way he was flogging these genuine 100% real like Chanel handbags for like five, 500 bucks. Oh, yeah. So no gloves yet, though. Still still yet to uh, to meet the glove guy. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, what about you? My story's not, not, as, not as long. I mean, I've had a lot of strange experiences. Jen and I Uber all the time. I'm like we're pretty lazy going around downtown and you know if we're going out we uber and whatever but um definitely had experiences where guys are you know on the phone i got was one guy was in a big argument with his wife while he was driving us and so he t- took the wrong route a bunch of times because he was moving all around um and then uh but the weirdest one was a while ago it was just I stepped in and he had a big what would you call it? Like a sack of grapes? Like a big, what would you call like it? What do you call it? Like vine a, of grapes? Vine of grapes hanging from his rear view mirror. Just like flimsy in the wind kind of as we're driving. I'm looking at it like this. We're going Maybe down. Maybe they were prized hemorrhoids. So <laughs> we're going downtown and those, I'm, I'm like, what the hell? What are those things? And he goes, he goes, take one. I said, what? He goes, take a grape. I was like, ah. Didn't your mother tell you never to eat the strange Uber driver's grapes? Yeah, well, no. <laughs> yes. But it was weird. I was like, I was like, oh no, they're not really. He goes, no, those are grapes. Those are grapes. Have a grape. They're for my guests. And I was like, ah, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna pass on the grapes, man. And then I, I get those experiences all the time where they're offering food. I, I've never taken anything. I mean, some guys are great. They'll have. I went in one, and they had two chilled water bottles waiting for us, and like Werther's candy, like sucky candies, <laughs> and uh, like mints. It was great. I didn't take any. We didn't take the waters, but the, the thought was there, and the gesture was there. So some are, you know, in the US, they're really well, they're really well equipped. I've been in Ubers that have the chargers and the water and the candy. And uh, we once took an Uber with with a guy who was actually British. And this was in the US. And he, he was telling us during the ride that he was this like, um, ironically, Alec and I will, will, um, will, will relate to this, telling me he was this like award winning mortgage broker. And he's closed millions of dollars of deals and he's made millions of dollars. And I'm thinking the whole time, why are you driving just the brokerage world, right? Why are you driving Uber if this is you? So I called BS on the whole thing, but he gave me his name. I went back and Googled him. 100% true. Wow, really? 100% true. So everyone has stories. It's like they say, you go to Liverpool in the UK, you get a cab. Everybody played guitar with Paul McCartney as a kid and was technically the fifth Beatle. But... There we go. Oh. Uber, okay. Uber, Uber, Uber. Okay, question for Alec. And I think we're going to have the same the same answer here. Okay. If Mike Savage wasn't mayor, what would his job be? Oh, my goodness, a comedian. Yes, a yes. stand-up oh comedian. Oh, my gosh, yes, yeah, stand-up I didn't comedian. even have to tell you that. Oh, he's so funny. Like, he just, like, he's what a politician should be, where he just, he's, he's just right off the hip. Uh, like he talks that he's off the record all the time. At the, what was the event we were at? We were at the arthritis dinner. Yeah, arthritis dinner. And I have I have been to to many comedy clubs in various parts of the world, and I have never laughed as much as the twenty minutes Mike Savage was on stage. He was very funny. He he's wicked, a comedian. That's that's an easy answer. And I guess I can't punt that question back to you. No, I completely agree. Like yeah. he he would be a stand-up comedian. And I've always said I think we should come together. And is Yuck Yuck still open? I know they closed. We went recently. So they're open again. Okay. So they're in uh, uh basement of Economy Shoe Shop now. So they're out of the Westin. Yeah. Okay. So I believe that for charity Mike Savage, we all need to rally together. Maybe Reddit is the venue to to push for it and yeah, get Reddit. Mike Savage to do a full like 60-minute stand-up. I'd love to get him on here doing something too. He is. Have you ever seen you, gents? Have you ever seen Mike Savage speak? Yeah, I love. Oh, he is hilarious. I like Mike. I like old Mike Savage. Good old Mike. All right, what do you got, Alec? Uh, What do I got? Next question here for my boy Jimbo. Um, Oh, we guess we kind of touched on this, but we can talk about it in the the topic in general as well. I was going to say, you know, so James and I, as real estate agents, uh, drive around a lot, a lot of different spots. Have you know we. You know, we're on tight time crunches going from meeting to meeting, showing to showing. And sometimes you just got to park where you, where you got to park and wherever you can find it and you forget to pay or you're at a legal parking spot. So my question to you is uh, since you have since you started in real estate, what do you think your yearly parking ticket count is? Oh, Christ. <laughs> um, it's got better because the new parking app makes it easier mm-hmm. for me in a hurry to pay. My trick, <laughs> my, my trick always used to... I, mm-hmm. I, 
I'm not going to tell. I used to have a trick. I'm not okay. going to disclose it. Fair enough. I used to have a trick, but um, my I was on. I was easily on a ticket a month. Put it that way. Ticket a month. Easily on a ticket a month. Um, but but it's a lot harder now because it's. Oh, it's just easier to pay. And either way, you end up paying. It's yeah. easier to pay legitimately than it is to pay the fine. Yeah. My tr- one of one of my little things, not a trick, this was just a loophole, was, um, and the street name escapes me, but um, behind Citadel High School, that street there, Bell. was Tro- the one that backs Bell. onto Garrison Grounds. I'm talking and about the road that the nobody knows the name of. But oh either way, so we don't hemorrhage a whack of time, I always used to park there. But then when they brought the new app in, uh, they they started charging. So um, short answer to your question is I, I used to be clear, uh, easily on a ticket a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's call it four, 300 bucks a year. What about you? I got a bone to pick with that new app, which I love. So I don't get my parking tickets because of that app. Yeah. I'm very good with it. Because you can also refund time that you've put on that you don't Yeah, exactly. Use. I like it. But it has this glitch, and I don't know if you've experienced it, where if you go to pay for your parking, say, two hours in Zone D, and you don't have enough funds, and you click Add Funds, so you add your funds or whatever, um, it'll add them, but it won't automatically pay for your parking. Like It'll add the funds to your overall account, but you actually have to go back in and put your zone and your everything back in again to then pay for your parking. So the other day, for the first time forever, I forgot to do that. Boom. $45 ticket. She got a ticket. Are you going to contest it? Because you can go to the court and you can contest it. It's a lot of work to go contest it. Alec Cranston is a busy guy To contest it, I got to go park somewhere and then go. <laughs> in. You get your $45. <laughs> I'm going to spend $45 parking to go do it. I don't know. I'll probably just pay. But $45. Bucks. Like I remember back when I was like, even in high school, getting parking tickets around Citadel. It was $25. That was 45 Yeah, they put them up. Put them up, put them up. Alrighty, well, the question number four for Alec here from me is, what Halifax staple restaurant, bar, or tourist attraction have you never visited? Oh. Oh, sorry. Staple restaurant or tourist. It has to be a bar or restaurant? Just like something that, you know, every Haligonian has done, but you have never done it. I have never been on the Harbor Hopper. Never. That's that's decent. I've never been on the Harbor Hopper, ever. Do Do you want to know a secret? on a secret this question was going to be have you ever been on the harbor harbor really yeah and i changed it wow well there we go meant to be full circle moment i've never been on the harbor harbor i see it all the time i get a big kick ribbit, out of it ribbit 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 i get a big kick out of it i always try it's all it's all tourist right i always try and act like i'm a local like you know a local celebrity or whatever and i always wave at them right and i'm like saluting them and like hey, welcome welcome like, I'm, I'm very welcome to our fair welcome. city and they're just like taking pictures of absolutely everything as if and i'm like this right like a suit on right and they're like oh this guy must be what's he doing he got his thumbs up right and uh i i've seen i think there's multiple is there multiple harbor hoppers at this point they actually there was two originally and they bred and now they, they, they gave birth uh, wow. frogs must uh, they go the, at it that must have been quite the birth yeah there's now four of them um, there's four now. I have no one idea. broke down recently. No, there, there are was no one more. that broke there down in no the water. Oh, you know, you would know. Sorry, Sorry yeah. Dylan is he's a secret harbor hopper expert. Yeah, he's been on it a few I'm times. I'm an aficionado. I, I once I ended like up them. on it um, three times in two days. Three times unintentionally. It was our wedding, and we had a lot of people fly in, and my parents wanted to go on it, and I went on it with my parents. And then my brother and uh, his wife were in from Norway, and I said, "Oh yeah, I'll come on the Harbor Hopper with you." So I was in on it twice. <laughs> my aunt and uncle had flown in the next day. Uh, we're in Halifax, and they wanted to go on the Harbor Hopper, and they bought me a ticket to be polite. And I was like, "Have fun on the Harbor Hopper, guys!" And they went, "Oh well, we got you a ticket too." So I literally ended up three times in two days on the Harbor Harbor. Wow. No, never been. I can't, as far as restaurants go um, and any bars, I've probably at this point, you know, at some point in my life, I've tried them all or been to them all. Um, but that would be Harbor Hopper. I, I, I hate to say I've never, never hopped on it. <laughs> oh. uh, it's, no, it's, it's okay. No, uh, I have. And to answer the question, I have never been to Citadel Hill. Do you want to know somewhere I've never been? I have never been. Where? I have never been to the waterfront warehouse. Never been to the never been to the warehouse ever. It's crazy you say that because about two minutes ago I was gonna say I only recently went to the waterfront warehouse. By recently I mean the last year. But did you like it? Um uh not to knock the waterfront warehouse. I wasn't a big fan of the food menu. Um it just there wasn't very many options. Okay. I think I got. I think I got the muscles. They were good. You can't go really go wrong. Oh, you've got the muscles. Yeah, I got the muscles. Um, and, you know they got beer, right? They got, they got booze and cocktails. Their cocktails are good. Um, 
But it's a kind of a funny vibe in there. You feel like you're in like a ship's hull. Like it's like a big, it's, it's kind of built. Sorry, Alec, it's called theming. The- oh, yeah, theming. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's called theming. Feels that way. Anyway, it's cool. Well, you know what? We'll go there sometime. Let's do Dylan? it. Yeah. Ask me one more. We'll move on. This has been insightful. Okay, perfect. Because I think uh, we need to move on to the uh, other couple topics. Can okay. So back. <laughs> so, you know, I like to, pl- you know, we, we do real estate and all that, you know, whatever. So in your, how many years have you been in commercial real estate? Uh, Going to be coming up on eight. Whoa. Eight years. So in your eight years, if you can remember back that far too, or even recently, in all the showings and the tours and the listing appointments and spaces you've seen, what is the strangest thing you've ever seen in a building? These, okay, or. so this ties in. I once toured a warehouse with some folks that had flown in from the other side of the planet. I kid you not. Wow. And they got picked up from the airport without going to their hotel and came straight to the showing in Burnside. They came in, we toured the unit, and there was a pile of about 15 broken, dusty mattresses in the middle of the unit. They ignored everything about the warehouse that we just spent time touring and asked me if I would get on the phone and offer the property owner $50 for the mattresses and they would let me keep 10%. <laughs> So here I was. 10% of 50 bucks? 10% of 50 bucks. So here I was saying no. No, 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 no. And they were insistent. We are not interested in this building, but we would love to arrange to take those mattresses. The other one that comes to mind, I once toured a warehouse in Burnside, opened a door, and witnessed a dead raccoon being eaten by a pack of rats. Ah, very nice. Apart from that, everything about my career to date has been normal. What about you? Yeah, um, it's funny that that mattress thing you mentioned, that happened That happened to me too. We were touring a space um, downtown Halifax underneath a hotel. So I won't say the exact spot and all that stuff, but under a hotel. And while we were in there, and people I was touring with, there was tons of mattresses from the hotel that weren't being used anymore or they, were, they got new ones already, but they were wrapped up and there was tons. And they had brought up, they're like, if we're going to put an offer on this place, can we see if we can include the mattresses? So we or both the, have a mattress store. All these mattresses or mattri, whatever the plural is. Yeah, for plural, it. clearly mattri. Yeah. So I was like, what is it with everybody in these these mattresses? Mattri, mattri. Um, weirdest for me, I mean, I haven't been doing this eight years. I've been doing this, um, what did I say? I got licensed in April 2021. Two years. April, I got licensed in April 2021. So okay. a year and six months of being licensed, almost two years of being part of Cushman and Wakefield. Um, I guess, so I don't have as many, most, most of it's been pretty normal. I'll be honest. Um, I guess one listing I went to, it had like a, a seesaw, like ceramic doll thing that was like, looks like something haunted. I have a you video. You sent me a picture I of this. You a picture you of video me a of picture of it. And it it was, was freaky. It was very freaky and pitch black. The windows are cracked in the space and everything. And, um, yeah, that was probably the weirdest thing I'd seen and kind of, kind of freaked me out a little bit but you know we didn't sell the building yet so anyways um but we fun yep that's good we're gonna move on to the uh yeah what's up next alec new kids on the block Your voice gets one register higher every month i know eh? what are we talking about this month Calic Anstron. Calic Anstron. <laughs> uh, okay, Kames Jollins. Ah, good one. Hey. Hey. Killing, killing Durry. Killing mm. Durry. Yes. Cut that. Uh, Wushman Cakefield. All right, so uh, new kids on the block. I actually, James knows a bit more about this than I do, but I will introduce Ghost Kitchen. Yeah, go, Ghost Kitchens. Ghost uh, Kitchens. Uh, opening up in the old McDonald's at Bedford Common through its partnership with Walmart Canada. Gentlemen, would you like to know about Ghost Kitchens? Please explain. Yeah, well, these are an interesting, interesting business. So they call it a mall food court without the mall. So it's a virtual kitchen. What happens? Brands can sign up and submit their menus to Ghost Kitchen and they market them on sites like Skip the Dishes and Uber Eats. There is no physical location. You and I order. Ghost Kitchens, collectively with other brands, they make the food, and the delivery drivers come and pick it up. So the official thing here is they prepare meals from popular brands solely for delivery through apps like Skip the Dishes and Uber Eats. They exist on the apps, but they don't have a bricks-and-mortar store where customers can visit. So examples of what you'll now be able to order 
Some of these exist already, but there's also some new brands in HRM. Cheesecake Factory, um, Dedicated Ben & Jerry's, Cinnabon, um, Slush Puppy, Quiznos, and then there's uh, some new US brands that are coming as well. So Alec and I could essentially open up um, a restaurant, but rather than have to open up a physical location, we brand ourselves, we put ourselves on Skip the Dishes, we develop a menu, people order. To them, it's the same experience. But Ghost Kitchens are contracted to make the food and pass it along to the delivery drivers. And they are, they're opening up coast to coast across Canada right now and coming to Bedford Common. Um, so, first of all, what do you think? And do you feel it'll bring new brands to Atlantic Canada? And how do you feel about the fact that these guys aren't opening up stores and employing more people? So, like the store, like you mean like the, the brands aren't opening up stores? Yeah, because yeah. just say, you know, Chipotle came. Chipotle typically would open up a store yeah. and employ people. I'd love a Chick-fil-A to come if they could. I love their there chicken. There we go. This, this could sandwich. happen now with ghost kitchens. Yeah. So, is, so ghost chick, ghost, <laughs> ghost chickens, <laughs> ghost chickens, ghost kitchen. Um, can you walk in and order something, or is it only online? You cannot. The Shit. only people who can go are delivery drivers picking up. This is the point. It is the well. Go back to their thing. A mall food court without the mall. How big? How big is it? How big is uh, twelve thousand eight hundred seventy-three square feet? I was going to say, it had to be a decent size, right? I don't know, but it fits into the old Walmart, the old Walmart McDonald's. Oh, so it was BS. Not that big. Old Walmart McDonald's. Okay. Uh, it's probably 4,000 square feet. Like, But how sustainable is that? How many brands could you add on before it's like too much? Everyone- they claim that they, they can have a lot of brands. I, I believe they're out of Ontario, and I might be wrong there. Um, but the, 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 the founders of the company are very switched on. They know what they're doing. And the, the, the goal is to bring brands to Canadians that we can't attract in terms of a, a strategy to open up mm-hmm. multiple stores. You know, Chipotle will never come to Nova Scotia, but they may open up through Ghost Kitchen yeah. where their ingredients can be shipped and prepared. I wonder and if Popeye's, re- oh, Popeyes definitely doesn't regret it, but that would definitely be another brand that probably w- would have considered doing yeah. Ghost Kitchen. Chick-fil-A, I'd love that. I think who else? I well, IHOP's already here, right? IHOP yeah. do have a contract oh, with Ghost right Kitchens. On. They okay. do, but they are here in Bedford, down at uh, just off Hogan Court. IHOP, you hop, we all hop. We all hop together. Yep. Interesting. I like it. I think it's pretty cool. Um, I hope they open one up. Uh, that one's in Bedford. I wouldn't mind having one downtown, to be honest with you. I think that would be that'd be pretty cool. I, I you know, it's funny. Jen and I were talking the other night about. Um, you know, when you live downtown, you can't help but order out and go eat and, you know, yuppie. I know, try all these different spots and spend money. And then after a while, though, it's all the same crap every time, right? And it's, you don't even get excited where you're just like, all right, well, this is just a meal. I'm just going to go have a meal. But this this is kind of cool. If they start bringing brands that you don't normally see, it's almost like, um, uh, what's it called? Underground snacks and, and exactly. Flins, right? Flins, yeah. Where they have like these these snacks and these treats and these cereals and ice creams and candy bars and all this stuff that you you wouldn't get here, but you go down to the States, you find it, right? Or you go elsewhere in the world and you find it. Um, so it's like similar to that. So I do like the idea of the ghost kitchen. I'd like to have one downtown. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it could yeah. be a success. Dylan, any views? My only concern is quality of the food. Yeah, I definitely like, think of that too. Let's say how many people are they going to hire? Because you got to have someone to make it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you have that many brands, they all need to know how to make every item on each brand yeah correct that's true yeah you're asking a lot i'm not saying that they can't do it i'm just saying is the quality is it gonna taste the exact same as if you had chipotle from somewhere just down in the states yeah because everyone's gonna is it gonna be this like i'm sure you could keep it consistent but i feel like it's a lot and also their first location feels weird and every brand you know interesting i respect i respect it no i you know what i I agree with that because it's like Every brand makes their food in a very particular way. Like you watch, you know, if you watch any documentary on even McDonald's or, or IHOP or any of these places and how they make their, it's all very particular. So if you're having one employee who has to think about 20 different brands that he has to, he or she has to, has to make, I mean, at some point they're going to, I, don't know, I shouldn't say they're gonna, but you could slip up. It could happen. And then who gets tarnished? The ghost kitchen or the brand, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Good point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at that point, right? Like if Chipotle's in ghost kitchen and they're not making it how Chipotle would, I'm not gonna be like, oh, ghost kitchen. I'm gonna be like, oh, I ordered Chipotle. I didn't get the Chipotle I wanted, right? So I don't know. It's maybe that's the risk a brand takes on, or maybe maybe that just shows how how efficient and how, you know, well thought out Ghost Kitchen is that these brands trust that they are going to deliver how they would deliver. Because if I owned oh, a yeah. business and I was going to a Ghost Kitchen, 
I'd still want to make sure they're doing exactly. I mean, I'd send a guy in to do the training exactly how I want it. But I bet they have some pretty large and comprehensive legal agreements in place. Definitely, we will we will order from there, and we will we will feedback. I'm uh, watching the silver on its evening cruise. That's the blue nose, the blue nose for Alec. Uh, okay, that was new kids, new kids on the block for October, um, and we are now going to move on to the Dylan Cully. F- Cully. We are now going to move on to the Dylan Curry favorite, the Reddit Roundup to round up Reddit the show. Roundup. Reddit Roundup. Haligonians losing their minds over minor inconveniences. <laughs> Dylan did a great job of that, didn't he? Yeah. This month it comes courtesy of The Ritz Show, who posted 19 days ago on Reddit to say, if you smoke while going through the drive through You're an mm. asshole. Mm. Nobody behind you wants to smell it. The people at the window don't want to smell it. Have some decency for other people. Then he said, edit, this got a lot of attention. Thanks <laughs> for the comments. If you're struggling with smoking, I wish you all the best in trying to quit. It's hard, but completely doable. For all the smokers in here who throw cigarette butts out the window while driving, you guys and gals are the problem. Kindly F in the direction of off, if you wouldn't mind. Addiction's one thing. <laughs> Being an a-hole about it's completely different. <laughs> If it's unclear which one you are, you're probably the asshole. Have a great night, everyone. Um, so, first of all, Alec Dillon, what are your opinions on people smoking while going through drive-throughs? This guy, I'm looking at the, the thread right now. I looked at it earlier. He did get a lot of action on this. Four, oh, almost yeah. 400 comments. Some guys like, honestly, I'm just sick of smokers. Period. Well, everyone has their thing. But I personally, I was saying this to you earlier when we were, we were chatting about it. I've never actually experienced this. On either side, like I don't, I haven't smoked to the drive. I don't, I don't smoke, but I have an experience where I've had a, someone in front of me, you know, take a puff and and let it fly back. Um, I don't know, like I think you shouldn't if if you're if you're you know cognizant of it and you understand. Does that word work? Cognizant. Yeah, no, that's used correctly. Yeah, you're right. good. You're I, good. I'm just watching Dylan in the corner of my eye, making sure that word even works. Um, no. It, but it's it's also easy, like if you're in this, you know you're buzzing around all day and you're going to get food right quick and you're smoking while you're driving. I say it like this is like my day. This is how I go about things. But maybe you forget. Maybe you just you're like whatever. I'm getting my food. I'm still smoking, and you don't even think about the idea that you're blowing it back. Um. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I I I haven't experienced it. James, have you had an experience where you've been in the drive-through and? <laughs> Um, I have had <laughs> so for context, Alec is mimicking a smoker in a drive-thru. This I think. is more of a vapor. Yeah, <laughs> well, so, th- so that's my point. I've had vapors in front of me. Darth vapor. Darth vapor. And <laughs> Luke, I am your. Father. I am your vape. I have never had a smoker. Vapors, I have, but you know, I was saying this to Alec earlier if you're going to smoke or vape in front of me in a drive-thru don't do either but if you have to do one please vape because it because it dissipates but there's larger issues the uh, reddit user james naismith said i almost feel like it's yeah james naismith i almost feel like it's against the law you're not allowed to smoke right by the door of a business so this wouldn't really be any different not that any punishment would really come of it but i suppose the business could refuse service i agree don't you? The the laws about I think it's eighteen feet, isn't it, or something of a doorway should yep. still still apply to that. Yep, I agree. Um, uh, Hume Hume le, le, user Hume on Reddit says Hume. Hume. <laughs> it's it's weird and probably not fair, but if I see another driver smoking, I'm automatically more cautious around them. Like it's an indicator that they're probably a shitty driver and aren't paying attention like they should. Not fair, but that's where my mind goes. And I kind of agree. If I go past someone and they're playing around with a cigarette in their hand, I'm likely to think, yeah, I want to kind of get in front or behind you, but not alongside you. Yeah, I'm just, there's something I, oh yeah. So I'm looking at the Reddit thread. Quiet Desperado made a comment about the cigarette butts getting flicked out the window. Oh, and that drives your me car. insane. That, I don't like that. And then the drive-through, you should be, you know, you should understand. Like, come on, I've I've, I've seen that happen not in a drive-through to me, but in other instances where someone's just even at a red light, and they just go flick, cigarette butt flies back and hits the car, hits the car. So or I'm whatever. just dismantling the microphone. I know. Just, yeah. So I think that it, I mean, like, that's just inconsiderate. You know? Alec, that's a free cigarette. Smoke the rest of it. It is a free cigarette. It must happen a lot out, out in what Sackville. You guys have that happen all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. remember the, the playgrounds butts. as a kid, finding the lighting the end of the cigarette butts. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. something about cigarettes. Something about the smell of cigarettes, though. 
Uh, I'm going down a path here. I mean, you're from Nova Scotia. It's cigarettes. Cigarettes. Cigarettes or the darts. Cigarettes. A little dart. Um, Uh, Something about the smell of them, though. I'm going down a path here for sure, but uh, something about the smell of cigarettes. I'm not saying I'm a cigarette guy. Do you like the smell? You know, I like the smell of cigarettes. cigarettes. And you know what? Who's I talking to? I talked to my old man the other day, and he was like, he's like, you know what? I'm not a smoker. I don't don't smoke cigarettes, but something about smelling the cigarettes gets me thinking of like the good old days and the partying and no, they smell drinking. Good. They smell good. You know, they smell really good after a couple of beers too. And, but like, you know, it's, it's, I don't mind the smell of cigarette. I don't, you know, vaping. I almost prefer the smell of cigarettes over the smell of vaping. Yeah. I don't want to smell cotton candy. Uh, I'd, rather, I'd rather have the cherry blow in my face. And, and you actually, yeah. you raise a point that this is a good segue into one of the other comments that was on Reddit okay. um, from last of the month who said ranting about air pollution. These are the people who talk about, you know, we need to, we, we need to ban drive throughs like the, um, the one counselor who was it? Um, Richard Zarowski proposed a couple oh, of Rich. years ago that we need to, ban drive throughs in HRM because of the pollution. He said, ranting about pollution while sitting in a drive through making air pollution. Try going inside next time. Wow. Like that's Banning drive throughs And tough. then the, the best one for me, this came from Drunken Master Style. He said, <laughs> I think I'll pick up smoking again just to smoke in the drive through Oh, uh, yeah. I made that account a couple of years ago. It's nice to be posting with that. You as a harbor hopper. Oh, you'd be a smart aleck. Yeah, there we hey, go. Hey, smart aleck. I like that. Any further views, Dylan, Alec, on people who smoke in drive throughs I, I don't know. Don't do it. But, like, at the same time, like, I need to let everyone know the smell of cigarettes. Secondhand smoke smells good. It, it's a nice smell. Like, I can't I can't. I family members who used to smoke. Really liked it. They, yeah. They'd smoke those cigarettes like Captain Black's. Oh, it's funny. man. Like, I find there's a difference. Put between, it in my veins. Yeah. Like, I find there's a difference between the smell of cigarette smoke. Like, if you're out on Spring Garden Road downtown, take a big whiff it in. Mm, that's nice. I want to go keep Feels partying. like home. Feels like home. No you feel comfortable. Smoked, you feel at home. Feels like home. Comfortable. I'm happy to be here. Nice. Give me one of those. Just kidding. Where I grew no. up, we said the same thing about the smell of sewage. Ah, hey, you know what? I just, as much as I, I actually love the smell of uh, the like the harbor Don't waterfront walking down there. Oh, okay, that's I, fair. I love the smell of that. Just to inject that into my veins. But the the cigarette thing, but then it's funny, like I like the smell of the smoke, but I don't like the smell of like if, if you walk into a smoker's home. Yeah, that's and, gross. And their their um their couches and whatever are just just riddled. Hang with on, yeah, they they're what? Couches. Couch. Hang on, let, let Alex let, let Alex say this. Go on, Alex. What is it? Couch. Co- sometimes he says coach. It almost coach. like it, coach. Co- couch. It almost does that. She does say coach, like a coach, coach. bus. Coach. Yeah, like a coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couch. Coach. Um, okay, so we have nothing else to add there. I think there's a common consensus that smoking in drive throughs is, is not a good thing to do. Um, that That is October's matter of fact. I own. need to put yeah. one thing on the record before we go. I made a bit of a boo-boo a couple of months ago. Um, you can get the video because we, we did it all above board. When I was repelling... Anybody who donated to the Repel cause was entered into a draw. And I promised by me um, I would take them on a one-hour sightseeing flight over Halifax. You did. And I completely forgot to mention on the podcast who the winner was. Okay. So the winner, ironically, is from Ontario, but he's a local guy who will be down, and we're yet to make it happen. Uh, The local, uh, sorry, the winner was a, a guy called Brandon Bird from Bird Mechanical, who gave a very generous donation um, and happened to also win the prize draw. So Brandon can get in touch uh, when him and his lovely wife are next down from Ontario. And we will will be driving them up to Deboe and I'll be bundling them in a plane and strapping them in and asking them to scream like 12-year-olds for their life as I take them on a little trundle down here over the city for an hour or so. So we'll we'll get that done. Congrats to Brandon. Congrats, Brandon. Way to go. Way to go. Yeah, Mr. so Bird. I, and I promised job. to do that many months ago and forgot to. So. I, I recognized. I didn't mention anything because I was like, whatever. Remember last year you did like a, a like a video where you actually drew. Did you do a video this I year? I have got a video as well, which we'll on. be putting on LinkedIn. I just, I went on vacation very soon after, week after, and, and um, yeah. didn't do anything. No, very good. Yeah. Congrats to uh, Mr. Bird. Yeah, congrats to Brandon. Uh, and that concludes the podcast. What's coming up next month, Alec? We need to uh, need to figure that out, don't That's we? a good question. We have some stuff in the works for sure. We have some pretty cool cool guests lined up. Oh, we have a whopper of a guest coming up who we, we cannot mention. We cannot mention yet. We do have a whopper. We don't know the exact date. We do not have a date yet, do we? We don't have a date yet. But you're, they're all, their office has been in touch. The office has been in touch. Okay. They, re- they reached out to us, sort of. But anyways, we have a whopper coming on. 
We can't say when, um, we can't say who yet, but it'll, it'll be pretty fun. We might uh, surprise you guys a little bit of video action that day. That'll be fun. Yeah, I always love a little video. I know. All right, well, anyways, episode, what, six? Episode six of Matter episode of Episode six, all right, yeah. welcome to episode six of, no, I'm just kidding, we're all done. That was a great episode. It was nice to have Dylan on for a change to give yeah. his insights and a couple words and um, and to make fun of. We have a few title ideas for sure. I definitely made a few few errors today. Yeah, that, that's the foghorn and what was the other one? I'm here for. But thanks for letting me. Uh, we appreciate join. the butterfly commentary as well. Yeah, 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 yeah the monarch yeah. butterfly. Yeah. Well, the monarch the queen. Back next month. That, that's the only reason I wanted to be here. I just wanted to talk about butterflies. Big butterfly enthusiast. Okay, let's let's end the podcast with a moment of silence for the queen. All right, we're done. All right. <laughs>